What's happening? What's what? going on, Jen? How you feeling? I I'm feeling better. Like now that we can okay. record and we can hear each other. <laughs> oh, that's a learning process. I want to thank you for having me back. I sure oh appreciate it. No, thank you. I'm humbled. Humbled. No, 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 no. People were people were asking for you. I'm not gonna lie. They were requesting Good. you. They were like, um, by the way. It was much better yeah. with that nigga over here. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm about to go in today, like I did last time. You know, make what I'm sure you bring him yeah. back. Make sure you bring him back, Mike. I sure like, appreciate you, cool. you, cool, but you could use a second mic. <laughs> I, I appreciate y'all. I sure appreciate y'all. I'm, I'm humble. I'm humble. And I mean, who better? Like, who better? My bro is amazing. So of course I'm gonna have him back. Like, duh. Thank you. Thank you. That means that means a lot. That means a lot. I mean, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for coming back. So, no. moving on to the drinks of the pop, because we are not trying to be here until nobody's 12 o'clock midnight. Um, what are you sipping on over there, son? Uh, Jameson Irish whiskey. It's a, a working man's drink, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you can get a pint of that thing for $13. It's pretty smooth. It's perfect for a nightcap. I used to sip it before I get in the shower to take the edge off the day. You know what I'm saying? It, it goes great with a hard days of work that it, that that'll make you musty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not so, musty. <laughs> yeah, man. You got ten. Get, get you a little pint of Jameson. You got your little. I you mean, got, I got the older, but <laughs> you got Tim's on and a white you know beard. Saying? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's what that sounds yeah. like. Hey, you know, nigga work hard, he might get musty, you know what I'm saying? That's, it's that's okay. How I go. That's not must, it's musk with a K. Nah, that's I mean, with a T and a Y, my friend. <laughs> it's musty. <laughs> it's strong all caps, my Shut my, 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 my G. <laughs> not strong all caps. I can't. Well, I I'm sipping on my you know, I see that your pinkies are down. You're not you know, your pinkies are yes, not up. Y- yes, ma'am. It yes, is ma'am. cool though, but I pre- I you know, you pinkies can't be up all the time. Well, mine can because you know I'm bougie. But um, okay, okay. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> I am, you know, I am uh, actually on the board of directors, uh, Alpha uh, chapter of the bougie auntie delegation. Okay, I'm one, okay, of, I'm one okay. of the presiding chairwomen. Um, just saying, just saying. Okay, uh, do you here, think? <laughs> here in the Pensacola, uh, Florida area. Um, so I'm sipping on uh, a Cabernet Sauvignon uh, from uh, a California winery by the name of Imagery. It's I mean, it's a nice little it's a full-bodied wine uh, with hints of plum um, and toasted oaks and all that stuff. It goes great with the steak. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of steak, okay, okay, son, listen, uh, my husband might have kicked me out of the kitchen. Uh, and made the most fire steak I've I, like ever had. This this junk was so tender, you could pull it apart with two forks. I was like, this that's is, a man skill. Said, that's said, a must have. I said, this is why. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I married you. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? It, it wasn't just congratulations. You made it. Smart and intelligent and all that crap. It's because it was the steak. <laughs> you picked the winning pony. Congratulations. I mean, uh, you know, I'm at, oh my! I was like, dang! I said, I feel disrespected. You disrespecting my own house? You disrespecting my own kitchen? No, Just no, gonna no, take no, my kitchen me. from me? Nah, you son. Not, no, 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 no. It's always a competition in this house. Okay. okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, he was looking at me like, so what you gonna do? 
So I'm like, damn, I got to bake a turkey or something? I don't know. Fry something? Anyways. <laughs> steak, hey, you can't beat a good steak now. Yeah, nah. Nah, he's, I don't know. He's turning into, like, Chef Boyardee. He's cooking steaks. He's baking pies and, and cakes and shit. I can't, I can't compete with that. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I might need an invite for Thanksgiving up in that job. Hey, yeah, hey right? listen, come on through. Come on through. Okay, okay. Bring, okay. The, bring the kitties, too. Okay. okay, cool, cool. I'm holding that now. Oh, <laughs> I'm so serious. Listen, I, hey, he made some ribs for for Thanksgiving. We didn't do a tra- traditional Thanksgiving because Tess has played. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, nah, he made some some ribs. They were pretty fire. Not going to lie. No, nah, we did the same thing this year, man. We did barbecue, man. It was pretty good. Nice. Yeah, no, because I don't like to, I'm not really a big turkey person. Are you? No, no. Yeah, 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 no. Unless it's fried. <laughs> Unless it's fried. Fried turkey is lit. It's absolutely lit. But, yeah, it, and it's got to be fried right. Like, it's got to be seasoned right, too. Because some people, they dry turkey. You'd be like, okay, so you just drop this right on in the oil. You ain't yeah. put no seasoning <laughs> to it. You, you ain't like, it's like the dark ages, motherfucker. We got rub nothing down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got to inject that thing, get some seasoning up in there, rub it down, smack it up, flip it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you ain't do nothing to it. You know? You might need to do a podcast on that because there's a lot of motherfuckers that <laughs> are really fucked up. Oh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say no names, but there's a lot of motherfuckers that life fucked up. I mean, it's a thing, and I, I can't. I, I, my ancestors will simply not let me eat bland food. It just my mom would be like, put a sprig of rosemary in the cavity. It's gonna impart flavor. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, are you fucking serious? Not a sprig of rosemary. Like, yo, put a leaf put, of thyme. Put pie. a sprig of rosemary. <laughs> put a leaf it's going to impart pie. the flavor. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'd be like, where is the seasoning salt? Okay. Put some Lowry's on that thing. <laughs> And massage it like you no, love it. If it don't have garlic on it, take it away. Okay. If it I know, it, right? Garlic, onion, a little bit of oregano. Listen, I, if you really want to get spicy, some Cajun seasoning. I'm a Cajun seasoning girl myself. But yeah, no. If it's, it, I, I want all the flavors. I don't like nothing bland, son. I know. <laughs> nothing. <coughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Um, moving on to the songs of the pod. I'm so excited because you just know, like, um, I'm kind of a music nerd. Um, and I'm starting to think you're a music nerd, too. I am. I, am. I feel I'm like it. Yeah, man. So it, it, it's, it's a universal language. It is. And everywhere I've gone, you know, that I've traveled all over the world or whatever, they've always loved hip-hop and r&b and and things of that nature i feel like that was a way that like we were able to actually communicate you know even if we didn't speak the same language they would just point to the like point to the the, uh the speaker and be like yeah (laughs) yeah no you can't go wrong with music man yeah no part of the day seriously oh man so tell us what your song of the pot is what's been on your heart this week man big crit's got a song called the vent it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. I used to listen to it. When we were in Miramar, yeah. I used to listen to it when I used to walk the block and jog. Mm. It's a cool little heartfelt rap song. It's not your typical everyday track. Okay. It's like, it's dope. So. Okay, okay. You can't, you can't go wrong with Big Crit, man. Big Crit from Mississippi, man. You know I'm from Mississippi, too. Yeah. Oh. Man, I'm, 
Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, Mona lost a child, I tried to ease the pain. It's on the God's will. She said she felt the same. Okay. It's funny how the sun will up and bow the rain as if the clouds couldn't stand to see me outside of day. Walk outside and look up at the stars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. 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 Yeah, and and the end, like the last three three minutes, are like it's fire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fire. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Big crit with the vent. Okay. So moving on, uh, I'm gonna introduce kind of like a new artist that I that I discovered. Um, she's a, she's like an underground uh, R and B artist. Gorgeous, gorgeous uh, girl named Asian. Her name, uh, you spell A S I A H N. She just yeah. has like the voice of an angel, and I just, oh my god, I can't. I just can't. Can't take her. That's my joint right there. Oh my god, that's that's my new joint right there. Like, oh, so fire. And then um, moving on to the next song, because I mean, a lot of music came out this week, but I'm kind of still on some old stuff. Okay, let me get to Ari Linux. Ari Linux. This is a this is an old Ari song too. But hey, listen, I love her, and we are just we are just gonna sing her name, sing her name down. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Ari Lennox. You you can't. It's impossible. It's really impossible. I mean, and her people tone, sleep on her. She used to be. She, well, she's still pretty like accessible. Like she used to do a lot of stuff on YouTube with uh, what's his name, Duran Bernard. I'm not even. I didn't even know that. Yeah, if you get on YouTube, she got a lot of songs. Her and Duran and Barbara are cool, and they do a lot of like songs together, like just singing in the living room. Oh wow! It's actually pretty dope. I'm gonna have to look that up because I mean, this is, Ari is just Bay. I just love her, like anything she does. Um, this song I'm about to play. Yes, off of this is an old cut too. Well, old for her. It's uh, 2016 Ari, which is still banging. Okay, it's called um, Backseat, and I mean, just. A vibe. Would you read it out of my bag? Would you read it in a backseat of my boy? And you have to ask the question. <laughs> you have to ask the question. 
let them know where you want it. <laughs> so, she's kind of shifty, though. I gotta give it to her. Ari is just bad. You just cannot go wrong with her. It's impossible. If anybody is wondering why we're talking over the music, it's because of the Fair Usage Act. Okay, we have to talk over the music to be able oh, to yeah. use it. Okay? <laughs> you must do your research, honey. You must do it. Okay? Y'all go look the song, put it, add it to your playlist, do what you gotta yeah. do. Yeah. Okay? Shazam it. Okay? You know what I'm saying? That's what you can do, Shazam it. That was Ari Linux with Bag Seats. Okay? Um, just a vibe, like it is. Just add it to your playlist. That's a wine playlist too. Like I'd like to see a versus with her and Duran Bernard because I think the vibes would be really good. They'd sing their songs, collaborate, do some shit together. I think it'd be really dope. That'd be a wine, a wine and cheese and grapes type of thing. <laughs> Not ch- we talked about cheese. Why are you trying? Why? Why do you want us to have fupas? Like, I Dude, swear. Sm- smoked I... Gouda. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that without a smoked Gouda. I promise you, this fupa is, it just does not want to go away. And the you cheese. You got to embrace is, that thing. Embrace no, it. No, I don't want to embrace it. <laughs> I need it gone. Shit. I need it gone. <laughs> Banished. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Banish it, okay. Ain't gonna talk to it. It's yours. It's yours. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna curse it and like send it to another dimension. That's what I want to do. Shit. Okay, we got three in a possible. You know, like a like a crappy space hand. I mean, you can make it work though. See, here's the thing: is you can you can make it work. Uh, All week, my timeline has been accosted. By this damn busted challenge Okay uh, Ladies I just I want to talk to my ladies Who are 30 and up Remember that your knees Are also 30 and up Okay You don't have Megan Thee Stallion knees sis So if you're gonna drop it Be sure you stretch first Okay That's all I'm saying I don't want to see Anybody You know Down to the hospital With a heating pad And a And a And a knee brace Talking about Well I was just trying to be on You know Down to the TikTok With the busted challenge Okay First off (laughs) You are not the boss of them Let them live their life I'm I'm just giving Some tips I just don't want to see you end up in the hospital because listen, these these ladies, they are busting it down. Okay, now the the children is busting it. The children, the listen, the twenty somethings are getting their life, and I'm low key jealous. Cause where was this when I was twenty? This is not fair, son. Okay, these they're having so much fun. If you want to bust it down, go ahead and do your thing. Hell no. Turn to go support you. Go ahead, bust it down. I'll tell you who won't. That nigga in the living room, he'd be like, Who are you busting it down for? No, sis. Delete it. Okay. Right Turn now. I'm gonna send you some hard emojis, <laughs> some thumbs ups, all I'm that good saying, shit that you like. Hey, that motherfucking living room. Like, Hell no. Nah. He's like, you had that podcast, but that busted down. No, nah, you ain't putting that up there. Mm mm. <laughs> nah, nah, sis. Nah, nah sis. Uh uh-uh, I don't think so. <laughs> My yeah, old lady so. busted down. It better be a, a, a private right. busted yeah, down. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it right to my inbox. Don't don't post that thing online, man. <laughs> yeah, you can't, he like, hold on. So you gonna put the booty on on down to the Instagram? No, sis. That's not what's gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, this so this week's uh, honorable mention, aka the possible, is Erica Banks with Bust It. If you haven't seen, I don't know. If you haven't seen this challenge going around, I don't know where you've been because it's literally everywhere. You can't go wrong. You, you really can't. Oh, it's twerk. Listen, the girls were like, we are going to twerk one way or another. We've been in the house way too long. Okay, way too long. That's going to get played in every club, every, every strip club. You know what's funny is this song just came out at the wrong time. Because it came out, at, I want to say at the end of the end of 2020. And it just wasn't, you know, we weren't open. You have, you need to be outside for this, okay? Hey, you can't be you busting that be, thing at Christmas time. Yeah, you know no, I mean, you can, but it's not recommended. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not recommended. It's highly. I'm pretty sure Santa enjoyed though. <laughs> Yeah, sure Santa put an yeah. extra gift under the tree for you. You know, a little bit, little bit of milk and cookies. You know what I'm you know saying? A little saying. bit of milk and cookies. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, but um, yeah, no, that that song, you you can get your life in your kitchen while you, uh, you know, making some mashed potatoes or something. If I was Santa coming out in that chimney, I'm coming up to the bedroom, <laughs> knocking on the door like, hey, what about that busted door? <laughs> I came all this way. You dig? You dig? I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. I mean, the girls—they're showing their assets and uh, and their liabilities. Some of y'all, some of y'all are showing some liabilities. But we ain't gonna talk about it because I love everybody. Karen. Sharon is Karen, and you know we're all beautiful. And like you said, um, you get you got a little belly. Rub that, rub that motherfucker. Rub it. It's, it's <laughs> yours. <laughs> it's paid off. Embrace it. Embrace it. <laughs> rub that thing. All right. Okay. Now moving on into the Pop and Bob segment where we discuss all things pop culture, politics, uh, anything that's going on in the news right now. Um, also music. And I, we would just be remiss if we did not acknowledge the greatness that <laughs> that was Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels. It was good. Fam, did you hear this album? I did. I listened to it last night on my drive back from work. The oh, EP she got. It's good. Oh my God, it's good. I mean, she was telling some. She was spilling some tea here. <laughs> okay, <coughs> spilling she was. some. Some spilling some tea. I mean, listen. I, I'll on. tell you what I liked about it. Huh? As a man. Yes. You please. know, she took things that were presented. Like things like and in, in like, did you hear about it online and mm-hmm. like on YouTube and you and other podcasts? And she presented it from a first person perspective, which mm-hmm. made it more personable. Right. right. It wasn't like I was hearing about it from another guy that was a scrunnel. It was like she made some art that really reflected it back, and it was from a different perspective. And I thought it was really honest, and I really enjoyed it. Yes, the, it was the honesty for me. It really was because it, I feel like she presented women as, you know, layered individuals, uh, you know, yeah. 365, you know, days of the year, 360 degrees, everything like a, one complete circle of um, emotion. And, you know, a lot of men tend to think of women as like in this like Madonna whore complex. Where it's like either they're the patron saint of virginity and 
you know, purity and everything, or, you know, they're just like a sex crazed demon. (laughs) And the truth is, we all have the potential to have all of that inside of us and everything in between. You know what I mean? And so this was messy. You know what I mean? Like, even from the interludes, you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. was messy. The interludes were the best. Though. Yes. <laughs> and shout out to her for, like, covering something that's so taboo. Because yes. she didn't have to do it. She could have played it safe, and we couldn't have. We probably wouldn't even heard this shit if she would have played it safe. Listen, um, on it, with her and Ari Lennox. Oh, oh, can we just get into it? Can we just get into it right quick? It's, 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 it's Look at, listen to these two angels. You, you don't get much better than that. It, it, vocals, honey. They're giving you vocals. I want to see it on Listen. No, this is, you gotta be grown for this. I'm gonna have to call my old lady at this <laughs> Song. I just want to know where you at. She said, I want to sit on it. The opening line. And tell me why you deserve it. Listen, this is, you gotta, mm, I need more than a text message, boo boo. Okay. You better step up, you gotta step up to the plate. I'm just saying, you have to step it on up. Step it on up. Sis said, I want to sit on it. Okay. Dude, you can't. Um, you can't you, it don't get much more gangster than that. I, it doesn't. You know, I mean, for real. And you know, it's very honest. It's, it's a very honest song. And I mean, delivery is key. You know, a lot of people had an issue with WAP because of the delivery, not necessarily because of the message, but because of the delivery. This was delivered perfect. <laughs> literally perfect couldn't get any better like oh my god um what do you think about uh price tags um i liked price tags it it had uh, it features anderson pock um i hear that a lot of men had some some you know some things to say about price tags i actually (laughs) liked it i mean it's art like i actually yeah it it kind of hit i love it hit it kind of rung true. Yes, it, it did. Hold on, we gotta play it just a little bit for you know for the audience, right quick. I mean, it, it, it goes. That's <laughs> that's ride music right there. It is. It is. Like this is on a summer day. This yeah. is headed to the Want beach. I mean, here's the thing. And although, although, um, I have not, I've never been like the girl that was necessarily looking for the, the, the cash money niggas that were, you know, keeping it represent for the nine nine and two thousand. Uh. <coughs> I also was not looking for any homosexuals. Okay, I wasn't looking for. If your bed was on a mat on the floor, like if your match was on the floor, no, nah, it wasn't gonna work. It just was not gonna work. Where our goals were not aligned. 
Like, I'm I know, sorry. but it, it still, it's, it's, you know it still mean? represents a small demographic. And, and I do, mm-hmm. don't be mistaken, like, mm-hmm. I know this project is kind of like taboo and it's controversial, but it does reflect a small demographic. I'm not saying that all women are like that. I, I understand that, but it's still good to like hear like somebody's take on it. I thought it was dope. Here's the thing though. Do you think she was actually talking about just money or or the things that come along with it? Like the access, the power, the both. You know, both. the situation. You know what I mean? Cuz there there it's not just the money, right? That that makes the man attractive. It's everything else that comes along with it. It's also um him in a leadership Position him um, commanding authority and 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 um, having a that command presence that goes along with the money. So it's not just the money, you know what I mean? It's it's the whole essence of the man. I that's think price tags and the other side go hand in hand. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. you said the other side? Yeah. Hold on. I don't, let me let me look at that one. Let me look at that one. We're going to have to cue that up. We're going to have to cue that up right quick. Cue it up. Cue it up. Cue. To buy expensive things. And I know that he's out there. So as my millionaire. I just. Her voice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Jasmine did her thing on this one. This is. I want top down. <laughs> I need a convertible for this. This is actually regretting your decisions that you made in Vegas. <laughs> it's a good listen, dude. It's a good listen. It's a great listen. My, honestly, my favorite parts were actually the interludes where you heard women actually sharing their stories. Um, Rashida's oh. tale was my favorite. Yeah. You said Rashida. Oh, yes. Yes. Hold on. Rashida's tale was my favorite. And I'll tell you why, because it was like very honest and was brave yeah. on her part. And I like the fact she allowed us to like peek in on something that was so intimate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we don't talk about that either. No. For the most part. Like, even still in 2021, like same sex relationships still seem to be like, they're, yeah, they're coming to the forefront now, but. Um, it's like a lot of people just can't take it. And it's like, uh, I mean, like same-sex relationships have literally been around since the beginning of time. Like oh, yeah. literally since the beginning of time. Um, so, I mean, you can just look at historical references, artwork from different um, communities around the world. Like <laughs> monuments have been erected. Uh, there, <laughs> seriously. You want to know what's crazy? You want to know hmm. what's really crazy? It's hmm. like... I know a lot of people are really heavy in the religion and the Bible, especially with me being from Mississippi, the South. Like, mm-hmm. they want to throw like the whole homosexuality thing being an uh, an abomination. Mm-hmm. But if you actually go back to the time period, and if you actually look up the word abomination, abomination only means against the norm. The mm. reason why homosexuality became frowned upon, like back way back when, was because like children aren't born out of those relationships, and the main focus as a, right. as us as as a civilization was to like increase the numbers in said civilization. Right. That's why they frowned upon homosexuality. So it's we kind of took that and ran with it. But 
abomination only means against the norm. And the only mm. reason people don't like it is because it didn't bear children. So This is why it's important to know words. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. And the thing about it is, is, you know, they only put that, um, that burden on homosexual men. Not mm-hmm. homo- not women who enjoy the same sex. Women who enjoy the same sex, they're, they're like, you know, ball out. Let me record. You know what I mean? Like, can I be in the I'm room? Right. You know what I'm saying? But men, it's like, oh, if you even have a, a, an inkling, oh, nigga, you gay. And it's like, ah, that's not exactly how that goes. But okay. <laughs> it's just not how that goes. I know But, but um, I'll tell you, the one that um, that did it for me was pick up your feelings. Pick up your feelings okay, was okay, was okay. my my jazam, oh, because I've told a nigga to pick up his feelings. <laughs> okay. Oh word. Can I tell? Yeah. You know, hey, hey, so sometimes be like that, nigga. Pick up your feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: you can't be trash and then be mad when I tell you to pick up your feelings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She said, run me my key. Yeah. <laughs> she said, <laughs> listen, pick up your feelings. Give me all my things back. This this is like the equivalent to the more gangster one. To, to the left, to the left. Everything you own in the box to the left. To the left. Yeah. Pick up your feelings. Hey, pick them up. <laughs> This definitely all for the ladies. Ain't nobody telling me to pick up shit. <laughs> Don't be telling me nah, shit. You are not hey. the boss of me. Oh, uh, you know what though? That's a bar though. I mean, honestly, I'm not. Uh, you know, of course, I'm not wishing anything against uh, y- y- your current relationship, but nigga, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit I would have said back in the day, <laughs> nigga. Make sure you come pick up your feelings too, okay? Come and pick them up. <laughs> that's cold blooded. Yo, moving on. No, I, I, it's not even that it's cold blooded. It's just, you know, if you mess up that bad, like, no, get all of your stuff out of my house. Okay, that drawer that you had, that's not your drawer no more. <laughs> so. that, that's cold blooded. You gonna take my drawer away? Yeah, no, get out. <laughs> Dude, so I got I got like a little cabinet over my girlfriend's uh, toilet that got like my 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 bad the body works. <laughs> if I ever went over there and my shit was into man, I'd be heartbroken. Cause you know what the deal is, like yeah, why you nice. move all my so, so you, you want to tell me why you, why you move all my my shower gel like, you know and my lotion and shit. Like you know what it is, like you messed up, son. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You're no longer on the, you know, on the list to get in. It's like the club. It's a very exclusive club. And you're no longer on the list, son. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay. God so, damn. <laughs> come and pick up your feelings. Okay. Uh, I would just like to send a special shout out to the men who support women telling their stories. Y'all are some real ones because... Okay. Um, Jasmine Sullivan was on the uh, JVP, the Joe Budden podcast. Shout out to the Joe Budden podcast. And she said that, uh, you know, she's actually been in a relationship for the last three years. And he's he was very supportive of this album. Um, and it was a very honest album. It was a very raw album. It was very like, not for, it was not for play play album. This was like grown woman shit. And just the fact that 
you know, he was supportive of her. Not every man can can handle that level of honesty. Like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, that just the song put it down. Um, first of all, ladies, be careful of who you let put it down because you you don't want to become you don't want to become a statistic. Okay, um, because dickmatization is a real thing, and well, it will have I, you acting dumb. Dickmatization. When you become dickmatized, that's you can't let yourself do that, sis. You have to you have to remain level headed. Okay, she was literally saying, you know, he lived with his mama, but I treat him like a king. No, no, we cannot be supporting these homosexuals. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, listen. No, some massages on point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I'm not okay, and I'm not saying that every man that you get with has to have money. Of course not. But dude, you better be doing something. That's all I'm saying. You got to be doing something. Are you are you in school? Like you can't just be sitting at home playing Xbox all day. And and if you are playing Xbox all day, are you at least getting paid to do it? That's all I'm saying. Like, is it a job? Because if it's not a job, then you need to go up, get up, and go get one. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm fair. saying. But the the song uh, "Put It Down" that was a very honest song about just you know if a guy ever has your head j- just jacked up with it. You know what I'm saying? Like just jacked up with the D. You know he's trash. <laughs> okay, like you know he ain't no good. You know he's probably you know doing whatever. He's the type of nigga that will fuck up your credit. And you're still like, well, you know, maybe he'll change, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean, no. if he borrowed your car while you go to work, <laughs> yeah, he no, no yeah, it, it, it's we can't it's be telltale sign. And so, <laughs> anyways, not every man is capable of let of handling his his woman being that honest. And so, shout out to um, uh, Jasmine Sullivan's uh, uh, man for for for. Being supportive during her creative process because that that's really amazing. Um, moving on now <laughs> to, uh, I mean, the fallout from the insurrection that took place on January the sixth. Uh, Boo Boo the Fool, aka the Liar in Chief, you know, uh, Celebrity in Chief, Donny Boy. Um, he he is the first president to ever be impeached twice, fam. What what what's happening here? Can like what? You know, at first I, I was like, why they impeaching him? Because he the dude got like a week and a half left. At the yeah. Time. But after after getting a little educated, after becoming educated on the the matter, I understand now. Yeah. Yeah. I understand now. Yeah. So I mean, he can he won't be able to run for president again in twenty twenty four. Thank the heavens. I mean, this is all if convicted. So the Senate still has to do their part to make sure he's not able to run again. But, um, you know, in terms of, you know, him being, quote unquote, impeached, he he has, in fact, been impeached twice. Uh, Winning. (laughs) Like, hashtag winning. I know, right? I'm just saying. He will be literally uh, not... Well, you know. Anyways, but also, if not... Well, if convicted, he'll lose the 200K per um, a year pension that presidents receive for the rest of their life. That's a lot. 
fan. It is. Um, also, the Secret Service detail yeah. and uh, the one million dollar allowance for travel, which I'm like, fam, like that the taxpayers pay for. Yeah, man, like I'm like, yeah, okay. First of all, you're not, you're never gonna be broke. Because you're always going to be able to have a speaking engagement. Like, always. Like, okay, a million a million for travel, that's 1.2 right there. Like, a 1.2 with the, you know, with the pension and everything. That's, that's crazy. And then, of course, you got to pay for the Secret Service. And, you know, they don't make chump change. They're making good money. Oh, no. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's... That's a good amount of money right there. <laughs> Basically, if you, I, I know for a fact, if you accept the Secret Service detail, he's not even allowed to drive unless it's on a private road. So mm. anytime he's on a public road, he has to have a, a Secret Service detail, and he's not allowed to drive on a public road anymore. So basically, oh, wow. the taxpayers will be funding his Secret Service chauffeur and mm. detail. Yeah, I'm not all right with that. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know nah, what I'm saying? nah that let serious. that nigga drive. <laughs> let that nigga drive, son. <laughs> let him drive. <laughs> oh man. And now, okay, for the value added conversation, I'm so excited um, for this particular topic. Uh, this will this week will we will be discussing the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Okay. Um, this book was recommended to me by uh, one of our loyal listeners and also one of my bestest friends ever, uh, a person that I, very, I hold very dear to my heart, and I just love Salute. this person. Salute. So, um, anywho, um, so there are four agreements in this book that um, Don Miguel Ruiz discusses. Um, I figure that we should go over... Well, I'll lead with the four and then we'll go over one by one. Okay. So the first one is to be impeccable with your word. The second is to don't take anything, not take anything seriously. The third is to not make assumptions. And the fourth is to always do your best. So in your professional opinion, because you are a life coach, honey, I didn't even know this. Um, you know what I'm saying? No, I do what I think. You know what I'm saying? A straight up life, a certified life coach. Okay, he is a, a diverse king. Okay, he's got yes, many I skills. I do what I can. Many, I many can. skills. Uh, what Be impeccable with your word. What, is, what do you think that means? So with this one, being impeccable with your word, I kind of keyed in on the whole self-talk aspect of it because people... Mm. People actually take for granted that self-talk is just as important as how you let somebody talk to you. Mm-hmm. So keep in mind, we're literally, we literally judge ourselves harder than anyone else could. All right. Mm-hmm. You got that little voice in your head telling you when you're fucked up, when you do something good and this and that and other. But um, the thing is, if that voice is negative, that'll keep you from attempting great things. Mm-hmm. It turns small bumps in the road into huge failures. Mm-hmm. And it'll make you comfortable with being mediocre. Because when you go to attempt something, people get it fucked up. Like our brains are... One of the main functions of our brains is to protect us and keep us alive. And mm-hmm. by protect us, that's protect us from disappointments as well. So you can literally become so afraid of failure that you not attempt to follow your dreams and chase your dreams down because you're always speaking to yourself in a negative manner. And if you do it long enough, that becomes a part of your personality and you just become stuck. Mm, That is so so true. That is, I mean, my mom used to always tell me to not make a negative confession. 
You know what I'm saying? Because like when I was when I was younger, I had it bad. Like uh, I was like fifty cent in my head, but to myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I bet you said be flaming, flaming motherfuckers online. That was me. Like, but it to me, I was like, girl, you are just the worst. Like, but and that wasn't and that wasn't good. You know what I and mean? And that's normal for a lot of people. It's normal. Yeah. It's not right, but it's normal, and that's something we need to work on. But for me, this this meant, um, you know, the life. They say life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? And that's. Mm-hmm. That can go inwards and outwards. Like, there are people who have literally committed suicide because of something somebody said to them. And it made them feel like they didn't want to be alive on this earth anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you could crush somebody's soul with your words. Um, As a a practice, even though I have been cruel to myself in the past, I I really make it a point to never to be cruel to anybody with my words. Um, Whether or not we were going through a breakup, whether or not we were... Um, you know, not in a good space in our friendship or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Like, even if you did something wrong to me, I would probably address that, but I wouldn't attack you physically, you know, or or, or attack you verbally and try to bring you down. You know, how some people they they'll, they'll get into an argument. They're just like, "Well, I just want to say anything that hurts," and it's like, "Yeah, but that's not that." First of all, that's not going to resolve the issue. Second of all. That person will You don't know how they're going to respond To those words And You know <laughs> You could ruin a, a friendship Or ruin a relationship Just ba- because you, you wanted to say something Jacked up to that person in the moment And now they can't They can't forget what you said You know some, You know what I mean Like uh, I forgot who it said You know people will forget what you did to them But they'll never forget how you made them feel and that, that is true. You know what I mean? That that goes back to being impeccable with your word. So moving on to the second one, don't take anything personally. Go on. <laughs> so look, I actually go, have a story that on. covers two and three. So I don't know if you want to go over yours first and then I tell a story or how you want to do it. Um, okay. So for me, don't 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 take anything personally. This this is one of my life's mantras. <laughs> It's a it's a life practice, a life's motto. Because some people, every little thing that someone does, they will internalize it and make it about mm-hmm. them. And that to me is a lot of wasted energy. It it's is. A, it's a lot of wasted cognitive, uh, you know, usage that is uh, that is that has to be done because you're you're so busy worried about. What someone did and how they feel, how they feel, what they might be feeling. Are they angry? Meanwhile, they're literally in their head thinking about what the fuck they're gonna order from Subway. They're not thinking about you, girl. Like it's like you gotta calm down. And sometimes people will do things as a deflection from what what it is that they're really bothered about. Like that happens a lot. Some people they'll snap on people. And really, they were just mad at their significant other. Or they were mad at their kids, mad at their job, whatever. But you were just the person that got that smoke at the moment. So it's like, yeah. I, I'm not saying to be a punk by no means, because I'm not saying you should let anybody talk to you crazy. However, just don't take things personally. Like for for me, it's like, if you can't talk to me like you got some sense, I'm just not going to talk to you. <laughs> but, but I'm also not going to take it personally because I don't know what's going on in your life. And, you know, sometimes you just give people that grace and let them be them. You know what I mean? If they, if they can't, if we can't have a, a decent relationship, hey, go 
go your way do you be blessed and you know have a great life <laughs> i know right what was your what was your story so you want me to go over it now yeah so mine actually covers not taking anything personally and don't make assumptions so okay when i left the marine corps I became an intern for this job, right? For I don't want to say the name of my employer because I don't want you to think that they share my views or whatnot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the liability that comes along with that. But let's say I was an intern for a position in the oil and gas industry, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to New Mexico and I worked there for three hitches. And it's two weeks at a time out in the field, two weeks back at home. Mm-hmm. The, th- the way it worked was like you go out there and you work and the guys you work with who actually have the job actually send reports back on you and they rate you and at the end of the ordeal they decide who they want to pick for each business unit Mm. so the day guy and the driller were best friends right Mm -hmm. i'm an intern and what they taught us in school was they'd give us homework and you go out there and hey talk with the hands and they're going to give you the missing pieces so you can answer these questions on your homework you know they're going to give you the pieces you need to learn about the rig and operation Mm -hmm. so i would ask this driller all these questions about you know the equipment uh the math the engineering and it started off where he was rude at first but Mm -hmm. i just kind of laughed it off but it got to the point where this dude would start cursing me out and he became preemptive to where if he if it looked like i had a question he'd shut me down and this was in front of other people but i can't get buck with him because his best friend is the day guy the guy who's going to send all the feedback on me back to to Mm -hmm. headquarters and i've seen where the feedback makes or breaks you it's like the draft if you get a bunch of you know shitty feedback they're not going to that that whole intern process would be in vain because you're not going to get picked up. Right. So let's fast forward. I'm in the office, and there's a guy, a safety guy, who works for the company. We're talking. Now, I did three hitches there. I got hired on. I'm an actual employee now, but nobody mm. knew. A memo didn't go out. Mm. So this guy thinks I'm still an, an intern, that he can just kind of talk to me anyway. And he was in this position that transitions from driller to pusher, which is like he goes from running a small crew to being in charge of... Everybody who runs a rig, he's the go-to guy for the personnel and the, the operation of all the equipment in a rig, all right? Mm-hmm. So, he walks into the office, me and this guy's talking, but this guy was complaining about the company I worked for, and I didn't want a contractor, you know, listening in on that. Mm-hmm. So, I asked him to step out. Mind you, this is my office now. I'm an employee. I work there. Mm. And he goes, no. And I was like, what do you mean, no? Like, I need you to step out. I'm talking with this guy. I'll I'll come get you when I'm done talking. Mm -hmm. He goes, no. Mm. And I'm like, look, dude, I'm not playing. Like, you need to step out of here. Mind you, I'm I'm, I'm heated from the way he's treated me, like, from the weeks prior, too. So the guy I'm talking to, he had a rapport with he knew. And the guy was like, no, man, we're for real. He needs you to step out. So then that's when he stepped out of my fucking Mm. office. Mm. So I looked at old boy and I was like, no, man, I had enough. I got to go. I got to go front this dude. I'm done. I walk outside and like I came at him hot. I was like, look, man, I need you to tell me what the fuck your problem is with me. Because right now I'm so pissed off. Like, I need you to tell me what your problem is with me because I don't know what I'm going to do from here forward. (laughs) If you disrespect me again, it ain't no telling what I'm going to do to you. You can take that any way you want to. If you want me to show you how tough you are, we can go on the other side of this cattle guard and I can show you. Like, fuck you. That's the time I'm on right now. Oh, wow. So he's looking at me like all like deer in the headlights, like, no, man, it ain't like that, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So he goes back, tells his best friend who I work across from now. Mm Mm-hmm. They wake me up one morning. He comes in. He made us squash it. Now let's fast forward again. 
So he's in this role to become like the next position up. Mm-hmm. And they would make them do reports on iPads. And we had a cookout that day. I called him in because at this point, he's kind of avoided me. I was like, dude, come in and eat. Like, you, you work out here. I know we mm-hmm. had beef, but I'm over that shit. So he's like, hey, man, I'm working on his report. Like, I'm kicking ass. Now, mind you, the day guy that I work with, I'm the night guy. He's been building this guy up, telling him he can do this job, blah, blah, blah. So he kind of had a chip on his shoulder that mm-hmm. some guy without an oil-filled background stepped into this role and has a job. Mm-hmm. So when he hands me the, the iPad, I'm looking at it, and I knew, immediately I felt like shit, because I'm looking at the iPad, the guy could hardly read and write. Like, every word was misspelled. Oh, wow. Like, he was basically illiterate. And I'm looking at it, and I oh. felt like shit, because I was like, I let this dude get me out of character, and the reason why he was mad at me, and cursing me out and acting a fool with me, because I was asking him questions he didn't understand in front of his crew, and he mm. had to maintain frame to keep his crew's respect. So yeah. he felt like his only option was to treat me like shit and talk to me all crazy. Mm. And I'm like, damn, dude, I threatened to whoop this dude's ass. <laughs> if he had a call to HR, I'd have been gone. Yeah. So that's why I say you can't take things personally because you don't know what a person has going on and you can't make assumptions because here I am asking this dude all these engineering questions and he can hardly read or write. Oh, wow. So when you're dealing with somebody who's difficult, you need to like control your response and dig deeper and separate yourself from them to, to avoid confusion. But don't take it personally because you don't know what they're going through or what they really got going on. So that's my my take on two and three. That's, amazing (laughs) that's that's truly like that's an amazing story and wow i just did not see that plot twist like i mean here i am like asking this dude all these questions these mathematical questions yeah like yo what's the square root of this he's looking at you like fuck you (laughs) that's what the square root of that is i would have to sit in my truck and like man i would have to sit in my truck for like an hour to calm down Oh my gosh. You know, oh. I just got out of the military as a staff, started running shit, and like, right. I got this dude talking to me all crazy. I was used to that. Yeah. Oh, see, this is why you have to decompress. Like, yeah. I'm glad that I took two years off from working and, you know, went back to school. And even, and even that was like a, you know, that was a transition. Oh. <laughs> because, I bet. because some of them kids was just disrespecting the professors. I'm like, you really gonna talk while he talking? Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was it was a real thing. I and mean, finally, I had to be like, this is not your shop. These are not your Marines. You're not important. <laughs> like, Calm sit, down. <laughs> sit your ass there and take some notes. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, where, yo, stay in your swim lane. Like, I literally had to talk to myself and be like, stay in your swim lane. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you worked it out because it's 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 actually it, key to like you know, yeah. going back out to the civilian world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> for me, don't don't make assumptions. Um, I feel like, especially as women. And not to shit on my gender or anything, but I'm going to shit on us a little bit because I, I think that women tend, some of us tend to make assumptions about okay. specifically what our partners are doing, what our friends are doing, um, you know, how someone felt when they came to us. You know, women, we're, we're, we're big on energy, which is fine. But at the same time, it's like, don't make any assumptions. Like, don't pretend that you know something that you know that you know without any proof or evidence okay outstanding okay that's all you know don't don't accuse nobody of anything 
okay. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, seriously. It's not, it's not fair. It's not it's fair. It's not. It's really not. And it, it leads to drama. It leads to, you know, animosity and, you know, uh, discontent between you and the person that you're making these assumptions about. And, I mean, it's just, it's just not a good look. Don't make assumptions about anything, okay? Ask questions. See what the other person is uh, is trying to say, or see what the other person is doing. You can only take things as fa- at face value. But this also goes back to to you know you can't control everybody. Yeah. Like the only person you can, really can control is yourself, which leads Correct. into number four, which is always do your best. Like life is like a track beat to me. Like yeah, we're all on the same team, but they, I'm running a hundred. It's like only uh, the the only person that I could be really concerned about in in terms of performance is me. I can't control what you're going to do. All I can do is be a cheerleader when you're running, when you're running your race or you're you're doing your uh, your long jump or your triple jump or your or or your pole vault or whatever. But ultimately, your performance is not going to affect me and my performance is not going to affect you unless we're in a relay. But that's something else. But and even then, that might affect the the general outcome of the race. But I'm going to do my best in all things because I, I, I have complete control over that. I used to say when I first started cycling. I used to say, whatever is in the tank is coming out today. And that was every day. Some days, the tank was on E, nigga. <laughs> so some, days, some, some days, there, were no, there was not a lot, a lot of gas in the tank. Some days, my legs were dead. They were full of lactic acid. I was dehydrated. I was tired. I might have had some tequila the night before or something like that. Might have ran a PFT. I don't know. I might have, I might have done anything. <laughs> And so I might consequently, I might not have been as fast that day, but you know that I gave it my I gave it my best. And so, you know, it's it's like that for everything else. Always do your best. Everything is not going to be a slam dunk. Everything is not going to be like an Olympic gold medal. All you can do is do your best in everything and, you know, be happy with the results. I mean, of course, do do some self-reflection look back and say okay these are the things i could have done better but if you know that you did your best hey what can you be mad about yeah what do you think about number four to to caveat what you said if, if you actually give it an honest attempt and you do your best it does i think number four and number one kind of goes in hand in hand like mm-hmm. if you're not impeccable on your word but you did your best you can't come back and slam yourself Mm-hmm. For half-assing something, so it is mm-hmm. very important that you do your best on something, mm-hmm. and you just kind of live in a moment, reflect on it, get your lesson out of it, mm-hmm. and keep it moving. But if you half-assing something, you're not going to get a good result anyway. So, right. I mean, it is and even it is. if and even if you do, you're you're gonna know, like, ah, oh, that was some that was a trash, <laughs> that was a trash no. effort. You know what I mean? Like there were times that I like, oh, like oh, I'm so trash when I when I um. You know, you no, no, no. You need to be impeccable with your word. I know, right? I was just about to say that. (laughs) Like, let me let me not say that. Um, No, no, no. When I was in a, you know, when when we were in the Marine Corps, I used to always want to be the first female, first woman done with the PFT, like the run portion. Like that was Mm -hmm. that was like a thing to me. 
that's how I knew I was running halfway decent. But there were some times where it was like the rest of the women just weren't necessarily as fast or as as athletic as I was. Like I was training for marathons, for cycling events, like for races. Like of course they're not running six and seven minute miles. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not consistently. Some of them were, some of them weren't. You know what I mean? But you know there were times I might have mailed it in, and the result was good. But that's not. You know, that's not okay. You know, I always want to do that. If I post up a bullshit time, I'd be like, ugh. (laughs) I want to run that over. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so. You know when you fuck it up on that PFT. Yeah, no, because that that, that stopwatch will tell you. Like, trying to get put on remedial. Like yo, what it say? Nah. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. This, this one, this one for practice, please. Nah, That's you ever get to the halfway point and you like, oh, this about to be terrible. <laughs> I might not make Man, it. <laughs> I fucked my knee up one time. I got to the halfway point. I knew I was gonna fail that motherfucker. I went straight to the car. <laughs> I ran in my car and left. Oh my God, no! Like, we didn't get your time, like man. I, I ran by you, man. I told you what it was. Man. <laughs> I can't. I really. My knee was can't. fucked up. And they made me run the joint, man. And I, oh I man. Do it. Oh yeah. Nah, that's jacked up. Now I ran. But the my Lord made a way. Right. Nah. The, the the worst. The worst I ever uh, had it. I ran with a torn hamstring. That uh, that was my slowest time ever. Uh, I fast, but it was not cute. It was not cute at all. It was the worst time ever. But yeah, I was limping through that whole three miles. And I really should have not ran, <laughs> you know, but I was a young Lance Corporal. I was trying to be hard and all this dumb shit. But, yeah, like, and, and, with, and, and the trash part was my gunny at the time was, you know, he was MVF. He was like, yeah, watch it hard. <laughs> like, I told you about WWE. I am hurt. Like, <laughs> nah, she going to be a go-getter. Damn, I am on light duty I can't even walk you talk about she hard if you don't get your bum ass out of here <laughs> remember to submit your questions to anything about everything pod at gmail.com that's anything about everything pod all one word at gmail.com and now let's get back to the show all right you ready yeah all right moving on to the you've got mail sin- segment Moving on to the You've Got Mail segment. Listen, this this one's going to be a doozy. <laughs> oh, um, Joe? Joe. <laughs> the average Joe's. Um, <laughs> okay. It says, Dear Anything About Everything Pod, I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Love the podcast. I felt I feel like I'm in on the best kept secret on SoundCloud. Oh, you're so sweet. Okay, okay, okay. I appreciate you. Sweet. My question is: Do you really think that receiving a college education is still a wise investment? I've seen many people online raise some valid arguments against pursuing a college education. Is it really worth the time, mental, and financial obligations? Thanks for providing such honest and insightful content each week. Signed, Joe. Okay. Um, well, you want to take this one first? I'll say if if you need a college education to like attain a job that's your dream job, sure, go for it. Just be mindful of what you're gonna have to spend to get that. If it's gonna be like a lot of schooling, 
mm-hmm. but I tell people to also look into jobs that don't require a college degree because there are plenty of blue collar jobs that make bank that people mm-hmm. don't know about. Yeah. Welders, truck drivers, um, uh, medical techs, mm-hmm. x-ray technicians, like you name it. Dental hygienists, they make really good money. So, I mean, it just kind of depends on your budget and what you really want to do. Yeah. I, I think that you definitely brought up some, some valid points. Uh, for me, uh, college education is always, mm, I don't want to say always a good investment, for, but for the most part, a good investment. Some education is a, is a good investment. I think that um, college broadens your horizons. I think that it teaches you how to be a, a, a good researcher, uh, write papers, communicate effectively, uh, whether it be um, in speech or the written word or even, um, you know, uh, reading people's body languages, you know, and, and their uh, cues that they're letting off that they don't even know. I mean, like through different uh, college classes, you know, you, your mind kind of expands. If you're a nerd like me, like I am, um, you appreciate, you know, those different classes. However, I don't think college is for everybody. There are some people that are like, they would literally rather rip their, their fingernails off by the edges, like down to the, the beds of their fingernails and sit down and write a paper. And I get that. You know what I mean? But for me, I'm just like, oh, yes. What do you, what do you want me to do? Ten page? I got you. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, everybody is not built that way, though. And like you said, there are plenty of um, uh, professions that make six figures and sometimes even into the sevens if you build your business up right that require no college education whatsoever so i think it all depends on what you want to do um whatever you do it's like going back to the four agreements whatever you do you know do your best at it um make sure that you you know do your research um if you want to become a plumber do what you have to do, you know, research what you have to do to become a decent plumber. If you want to become a welder, research what you have to do to become a decent welder and what the requirements are. Honor your goals by doing the research. Not going to say that everybody's going to go to school. Um, I will say this. It's, it's, if you want to become a doctor, you got to go to school. If you want to become a lawyer, you got to go to school. There are certain professions that, you know, um, traditional classical education is required. That's not the case for everybody. And so, um, you know, sit down and have a really honest heart to heart with yourself and, um, you know, really work out in your head if college is for you. Because like I said before, college is not for everybody. And that's okay. That's really okay. Um, there are plenty of people that are living in million dollar homes and that have, you know, curated a great life and they never set, <laughs> set foot in a college uh, classroom a day in their life. So, you know, clear a path for yourself and figure out what you want to do. OK, um, moving on to the next, <laughs> the very next question we have. We had two questions this week. OK, so this one is kind of a doozy. This is. It seems like I always get a sex question, but I promise you, um, <laughs> I don't mind talking about it because, I mean, I'm a nerd and, you know, I just, you know, I'm, I'm also a person who likes studying uh, 
things of a sexual nature, so it's fine. Um, it says, Dear AAE, I see you follow us on uh, Instagram. Thank you. I love to see a black woman stretching her wings. I absolutely love the rapport between you and Ben. I hoped you would bring him back soon. Thank you. Yes, he's back this Thank week. Um, we could use a lot more of that in the black community. I agree. I agree. With that being said, I'll present my question. Am I overthinking this? Uh, I get weirded out when my man asks me to watch porn with him. Is this really acceptable behavior? Why does he need porn? Am I not enough? I've heard you mention porn on, in past episodes, so I figured I'd write it. Thank you for your time and keep up the great work. I'm going to give her a pseudonym. Um, Lisa, uh, Lisa Boo Boo. I'll start. I don't. I don't see a problem with, you know, your man asking you to watch porn with him. I, I really don't. That's just me. Um, I think that he wants to bring you into the conversation of his sexual practices, or you know, his sexual routine, whether it be watching porn and masturbating, or just watch. Some people just watch porn just for the sake of watching porn. Um, which fine, you know, whatever. I don't kink shame, but I, I think that you could be overthinking this, and I think that your man might want to show you some things that maybe you might not have thought of in the past. And you know, you can get your like like Ben said last <laughs> last podcast, get your weight up. You know, maybe he's trying to show you some tricks. You never know. You know what I mean? Like never know. <laughs> But I think you got to be open to having the conversation and open to um, expressing yourselves in that way. Like, you know, it, I don't think you should really shy away from having those conversations or those experiences. If this is your man and you love him and not even if you love him, but this is your man and he wants to, you know, sit down and, and watch the porn and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Like, you know, is this something that you're interested in or, you know, do you, you know, anything. I think I, I support it. I really do. I mean, because what, what's the contrary? He, he watches it alone and, you know, you don't know what's going on or whatever. Like, I'm, and even, I mean, that would be cool too, but it seems like he wants to bring you into his world and I think you should be open to that. What do you think, Ben? Um, I got a different take on that. What? I think sometimes I, it ain't about her. Mm-hmm. She shouldn't feel weirded out. I think a lot of time for guys is like we struggle with intimacy, and I think maybe mm. he's using this as a, a way to initiate sex. That could be it. That could be. You know, which mm-hmm. isn't it, it? They don't. They don't mean you ain't enough. It, you shouldn't feel weirded out about it. If that is the case, y'all should at least sit down and come up with some different ways to initiate sex. If if him putting on a porno doesn't, you know, tickle your fancy. So, do you think that? Yeah. Not necessarily that he has a problem initiating sex, but Could that he has, well, n- not even initiating sex, but maybe starting the conversation about something he wants to try um, with sex. Like maybe it's like maybe the sex could use a bit of sprucing up and maybe he saw something and was just like, hey, you know, I'd like to show you this and, you know, see what you think about it. It could be, but he's, he should come up with another method to just turn the porn on and hoping that she gleans the information that he wants her to get out of it. I agree. The conversation definitely needs to be had because I, communication is key. 
and like we've talked about that last podcast, it's essential. And personally, I don't think porn is the best learning tool, but uh, (laughs) but it's but it can be fun. And uh, I'm 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 a big proponent of fun. (laughs) So um, I don't know, sis. I think you should kind of be open to this and get your life. But just as Ben said, make sure that this is that he understands that, um, you know, he doesn't necessarily have to to put on the flick to, you know, get you going. You know, there are other ways. She needs to have the conversation off the strength that she feels worried about it. Y'all need to talk about it. Yeah. And I, I, I would also like to know, why do you feel weird about it? You know, like, I understand feeling not necessarily apprehensive about it, but I understand that, you know, it could be a bit uncomfortable because, you know, maybe you're not necessarily comfortable with your man looking at other women or you're wondering what he's looking at. But this, I mean, like, again, this goes back to what we just talked about with, um, you know, the four agreements, like don't make assumptions, <laughs> like, you know, you uh, don't take anything personally. Um, I don't think you should necessarily be weirded out by it, but definitely have the conversation of, you know, do you feel like you need this to have a good time with me? Or is this, you know, something that just interests you? Um, you know, there are there are definitely things that you will see in porn that you won't see in your regular every, everyday lives. And it can it can provide like a bridge to having those conversations. But he also needs to be able to communicate effectively Um if he's thinking about, you know, wanting to incorporate something into your sex life. So what I would offer to you is to like, you know, maybe start the conversation like, hey, is there something that you want have wanted to try? But maybe you you weren't, um, you know, sure of how to bring it up or, <laughs> you know, is there, you know, something you fantasized about? You know, a lot of people have fantasies and they just stay fantasies. And, and maybe he's thinking of, you know, maybe bringing those fantasies to life in a, in, a, in a different way. So maybe just, you know, keep that in mind, you know, but be supportive. It's it's not the easiest for some men to open up. And this could be his way of trying to, you know, get you to, um, you know, see him in a different light. You know, some guys, they're really shy. Some guys, anyways, some of y'all freaks, though. <laughs> moving on to the wine about it segment this is this is the final segment of the show i know we've been recording for 50 11 years but <laughs> thanks to- <laughs> thank y'all for hanging in um listen the wine about it segment is a segment where we um you know just go over some things that we we think needs changing you people that hit reply all on emails that have nothing to do with me personally or or uh, anyone who might be above us, I need y'all to stop. Like, it's really, it doesn't need to happen. I don't need to be in your business and I don't want you in mine. So please do us all a favor and, and take that, just move that, that cursor to the, to the left a little bit and just hit reply. If you have a, a reply to sharing and receiving, I'm just going to need you to go ahead and just hit reply. 
not reply all. We don't need everybody in the district to know, you know, our business. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, I would really, I would really appreciate it. Okay, thanks, management. <laughs> I tell you what, my experience with that is, if you hit that reply all button, and you coming at me sideways, it's gonna be a long walk to the car. <laughs> you gonna be talking real fucking sweet. You gonna be talking real sweet to me. Do not fucking come at me sideways and hit reply all so everybody and their mama know that you got a problem with me. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, no, I love when people get into it on the on a reply all and they they start replying all back and forth. I will sit in front of the Don't let your e thugging get you get you into something you can't get out of. Oh, no work will be done. Okay, until I see a resolution, I'm like, well, what do he say next? <laughs> I'm yeah, so so I'm so serious. Listen, ah, <laughs> uh, just look gems, <laughs> gems, absolute gems. <laughs> Only happened in the office world, bro. Just eat thugging. You didn't listen to way too many motherfucking Lil John and Eastside boys. Sent that fucking email. You better rain that shit in, player. Yo, when you know the first sentence go, I don't know who you think you' talking to. It's like, oh, oh, grab the popcorn. It's like, golly. You don't even realize we got you got everybody in your business, and this really could have been rectified if you had just not hit reply at all. We wouldn't be in your business, but now we are. And I'm here sipping on some wine, eating some popcorn. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, well, that was uh, another episode of uh, the Anything About Everything podcast. Ben, do you have any parting words? Thank y'all for having me back. I appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe out there. You know, it's crazy going. It's crazy. Time's going going down. So y'all be safe. You know, keep your family safe. The facts. I wish y'all the best. The absolute facts. Um, I I don't know what is happening out here. I know that um, you know the inauguration. The inauguration is supposed to be happening. Uh, I hear that they are souping up. You know the security in the Capitol. Um, mm-hmm. I also hear that you know some. Uh, people plan on doing some things that they shouldn't be doing, and that's that's really unfortunate. You know, I, I've heard that there uh, are protests planned for like all the capitals and all the fifty states, fifty states and stuff like that. I really w- wish y'all would just go on, go on somewhere and sit down, like go on somewhere and sit down, for real. Like we are tired, all of us. <laughs> like. We are tired and we are weary, okay? Like, and if you didn't learn your lesson from what happened, the fallout from January 6th with everybody getting hemmed up in the, in the, in the, in the airports and getting arrested at home, getting, you know, all that stuff, listen, okay, play with it if you want to. I know, right? <laughs> play with it if you want to. Gonna be some smoke in the city, nigga. <laughs> some smoke in the city, cause uh, the the Joint Chiefs came out with a statement. It's going down, by the way. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like don't play. <clears throat> I mean, cause sh- you and I were we both served. Shall means shall for us. It's it's not a, a my, it's not a maybe. It's this is happening. 
<laughs> okay? So, you play with it if you want to. Um, I just really wanted to say thank you all for joining us for another episode. Um, uh, remember to submit your questions to Anything About Everything Pod. Uh, remember the questions if it's not adding value then why are we doing it and if you're not adding value to somebody else's life then why are you there because really it's all about adding value it really is so um, whether it be in a romantic space or uh, an educational academic space a professional space or just lending a kind word. It's all about adding value. So, all right. Until next time, y'all.